Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Andrew Washburn. And I'm Jen Swift. And this is the Craft and Culture Podcast. Craft and Culture is a podcast dedicated to helping worship and production members refine their technical and musical craft and develop a thriving creative culture in their church and community. Each of us has a part to play. You and I both build the kingdom with our craft and our culture. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Craft and Culture podcast. I am so excited that you are here and I am tremendously excited for the conversation that we are going to have today around worship leaning and a little more specifically our identity, our role, and and really trying to help us understand ourselves better and how we fit into this whole piece of worship and leading God's people. So I'm excited for this conversation today. If you are not a worship leader and you are listening to this episode, I do think that there are some big things that we're going to talk about that apply to you and understanding our role as worship in production teams. And this also might be helpful if you're not a worship leader to understand and support the role of your worship leader. Um, so this conversation today is going to be had with me, myself, and I, <laughs> and you, the listener. And uh, I'm going to be talking around a-, a lot from what I have learned as a worship leader, as a worship pastor, a couple of concepts that have really helped me understand myself, how to interact with my team, how to interact with my congregation, and it's really just fit the whole thing together for me. Um, we taught here at Hillside, we taught a group of worship leaders a few months back. And um, the very first day, what we talked about was our identity as worship leaders, our roles, that we are shepherds and we are also artists. And that conversation and that understanding for myself to know that I'm a shepherd, but I'm also an artist, that has been just wildly helpful for me. And so I'm going to unpack those today. I also want to remind us of even our last episode where we talked about our role as worship and production is to lead people into moments of experiencing the life-changing presence of God and the life-giving person of Jesus. And we build these moments for heaven to meet earth, for humanity to meet the divine. And we do that as worship leaders, as shepherds and artists. Now, I think when I first hear that, and even my own experience, I understood the shepherd part of worship leading. It took me a lot longer to understand the artist part of me, especially as a worship leader. And when I first hear those two words together, I think that they don't work together. Like, how could they fit in the same person? How could they fit in the same role? They seem to be like at odds with each other or that there's a tension with them, but actually they complement each other really well. And to understand yourself as a shepherd and to understand yourself as an artist, it actually will round you out as a worship leader. You might be stronger on the shepherd side. You might be stronger on the artist side, but actually these two pieces work together so, so well within a worship leader and how you understand yourself, how you engage your team, your congregation. So 
Let's unpack it a little bit today. You are a worship leader, which means you are a shepherd. Now, what does that mean? We see in scripture often that uh, the Lord refers to himself as a, as a shepherd, as a leader, and he refers to the people of God as sheep. And so for us as worship leaders, being shepherds means that we're leaders. We are leading people somewhere. And specifically, if we're going to break that down a little more, we lead people through very different seasons. Perhaps the most well-known passage of Scripture is Psalms 23. And if you're listening to this, you might be able to quote that passage. And if you don't, I think you should look it up right now and see all the different seasons that a shepherd leads a sheep through. There's green pastures. There's the valley of the shadow of death. There's times of correction, and there's times of refreshing. And now you, as a worship leader, have probably experienced and can think of some times where you have led your congregation to a time of being refreshed in the presence of God. Maybe singing about peace, maybe about receiving his love or his blessing or being reminded of his favor. Or perhaps you can also remember some times where you have led your congregation in a moment of correction or of um, deeper surrender or let's bring ourselves to the Lord, right? You know, I can think of some times where there was a lot of complaint happening in the people of, of my church and the people that I'm leading. And that's also not very different from what we read in scripture and the Old Testament with the Israelites. There's a lot of grumbling with them. And I noticed that specifically in the COVID season that we all experience in the world, that our church and really our city, our state, like everyone was in such a season of complaint and bitterness. And so I decided to sing a lot of songs about gratitude and trying to help people remember where God had brought them. And so we lead our people and we lead them through different seasons. And that's what shepherds do. That's what shepherds did. In every season, he would have to, they would have to lead their sheep. And we, we have to do that, which requires us to be aware of the season we're in. And also aware of what our congregation, what our team, what our people need. So you as a shepherd, you lead. You lead them through every season but also you as a shepherd, you are with those people. You are with them. You lead them, but you are also with them. I think that's so such a beautiful thing to remember, especially in a time where worship looks a lot different. We have stages that are bigger and more removed from our people and from our congregation, but the role of a shepherd while there's a distinction and a, a little bit of a separation in terms of leadership, you still very, very much have to be with people. To know what season they're in, you have to be with them. To care for them like a shepherd cares for his sheep, because that's also what we do. We care for our sheep. You have to be with them to know what's happening in their heart or in their life or what words they need to sing or what they need to experience. Is this a season of lament? Is this a season of rejoicing? Um, I'm going to choose songs of, 
of surrender when there needs to be seasons of surrender, but it requires for us to be with them. And you and I might have to be creative about that sometimes, because if we're on stage and we're running around, we might need to be creative about the times and the spaces that we are making to just be with people, to listen to them, to care for them, not just give them the answers, but hear them and be able to slow down to be with them. So as a shepherd, you lead, you're with them, you lead them through every season, you care for them, not just expect them to follow you. They follow because you care and you've shown that you care. But also all those things, the last thing I'd say about a shepherd is you are also apart from them. <laughs> there is a distinction and a separation. There's a, there's a time to be with and there's a time to be separate. And the reason I say that is because shepherds go first. Um, in the book, A Shepherd Looks at Psalms 23, Philip Keller, he, he talks about this, how to, to lead sheep in the season that they need, to make sure that they have the green pastures and they're going to be fed. This sometimes required that the shepherd would, would leave for long periods of time or portions of the day to travel on ahead and prepare a place that wasn't green, that would be green. And it required that the shepherd would go to the place first and would prepare that place. So an example of that for my congregation, I'm with them, which means I'm also complaining when they were complaining. And I had to take some time to separate, to be in the presence of the Lord, to recover that sense of gratitude. And I had to prepare that place in my own heart. And I had to prepare that place in the place of prayer, interceding for my congregation. Lord, help them become grateful. Help them to remember. That was me, like in that picture of of a shepherd, you know, watering and, and tilling the soil and trying to get a green pasture. I was doing that through prayer. And that's what we do as shepherds. We lead, we lead them through every season. We're with them. We care about them. We understand them. We slow down and take time for them. But we also are apart from them because we have to go first. If we want a work to happen in our church, if we want revival to happen, if we want a move of God, if we want healing, if we want whatever it is that we want in our team and in our church, we as worship leaders, we have to go first. We as worship and production team, we have to go first. If we want to see a move of God in our, in our church, in our city, we have to go first because we're shepherds. So that's the shepherd. Well, I could spend all day on that one, but I'll keep moving. We're shepherds, but also we are artists. Here's the thing about artists, and this probably comes to mind for you. Artists have a unique way and a unique wiring to see the world and contribute to it. So you have a unique way of of seeing the world, but you also have a unique design to contribute to it. It's different. There's something about you because of God's made us all and he's made us a masterpiece and he's made us in his image, but he's also made us individual and different from each other, right? And you as a worship leader, as a musician, most likely, as a creative technology person, whatever it is, barista, I don't know, whatever it is that that you are, you are unique. You have a unique way of seeing this world. And so you 
particularly you as a worship leader, as an artist, you see the same things as everyone else, but you see them differently. You have a different perspective. You have a different insight. You have a different intuition. You have a different way of of coloring the black and white text in front of you, whatever it is. You have a unique way of seeing things. And this uniqueness about you and, and, and difference about you is okay. I think a lot of times, especially in churches, we don't often welcome the different or the creative or pushing the borders or new ideas or expanding ways of thinking. I do think that the church has come a long way in that, but there's still a lot of churches that struggle with that creativity and all of that stuff. But it is important and it's important to the church. Why? Why is it important? Well, we even mentioned this this quote last week or in our last podcast episode that is in the movie Saving Mr. Banks that we instill hope again and again and again as we tell stories. I'm totally butchering that quote, by the way. You're going to have to look it up or listen to the last podcast episode. But here's the thing. Us as artists, we're able to take the same story and add a different color on it and and tell it a different way so that it hits in a new way and instills hope and instills life and gives people something to wonder about, to wonder and be in awe of this story and experience it fully. As shepherds, as artists, we're doing the same thing. We're creating moments for people and we're caring for them. But the artistry, the difference, the flair, the unique way that the Lord has designed you and has designed you to help people know him and encounter him and experience him is a beautiful, beautiful thing. So artist, you are an artist, you are a shepherd. And those things can sometimes feel at attention, right? Like, because if you're a shepherd and you're trying to lay yourself down for your sheep, or you're trying to prepare a way for people, sometimes you it would feel like you sacrifice your artistry. Or if you put your artistry first, you probably aren't taking people with you. But there is a beautiful space when those two things come together. I'm doing this for people. I'm also bringing my uniqueness to help people experience the Lord. And there's a few things in order to get to that beautiful space. There's a few things that both the shepherd and the artist characteristics kind of have in common. One is empathy. I hear artists talk about this all the time. In the professional, most creative people out there in the world, they often talk about the reason because of their that they have success is because they practice and use empathy to understand their clients. If you watch the show Abstract on Netflix, it follows all these different artists in their careers. So like a shoe designer, an interior designer, all these different things. And often they talk about their process and their journey to success requiring empathy as they design. And that is true for us as worship leaders. We need empathy as we design a worship set, as we design our rehearsals, so it's a space our team wants to be in, as we 
craft sermons, as we prepare the lyrics on the screen, as we choose the graphic, we need empathy for our people, both in our artistry and also in our shepherding. It's even in uh, Matthew chapter 9, verses 35 through 36, Jesus says this, or it says this about Jesus. Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Compassion of a shepherd, the empathy of an artist. That's what we need as worship leaders to get to that beautiful sweet spot of helping humanity encounter the divine. The other thing that we, that both the artist and the shepherd have in common is movement. Shepherds don't settle somewhere. They're constantly having to lead their sheep to the new pasture, to the green pasture, to make sure that they're safe. There's constant movement for a shepherd, at least the shepherds that we know of and were talked about in the Old Testament. That's what they were referencing, a shepherd that had to move from hill to hill, through valleys, to water, all of those things to take care of their sheep. They were movers. They did not settle somewhere. And the same is true of artists. Artists in society and community, they often have to move out of whatever is happening, whatever cultural moment is happening in society so that they can push the boundaries, so that they can actually capture the experience that is happening in culture in a way that brings healing, in a way that brings change, in a way that brings movement. I One of my favorite places to go is um, modern art museums, but here in the Bay Area, since I live in Napa Valley, we have the San Francisco um, Museum of Modern Art. And I love to go there to just be inspired and to see, yeah, really mostly to be inspired and to see what other people are working on. And often what what I see as I read those little um, titles under these great, massive, beautiful, sometimes a little odd uh, pieces of art and pieces of work, um, when I read those titles, it'll talk about the history of what's happening in the moment. And these artists trying to to uh, enact social change or to allow a country to grieve after war or whatever it is. But it also required for those artists to have an experience where they were able to be with people and then step away and capture it and to put their own unique flair. My point is they didn't just stay in one place. There was movement. Shepherds are movers. Artists are movers. And us as worship leaders... We're with them, we're with the people, but we also sometimes have to take a step back and be able to really understand the experience and to be able to lead our congregation to a new place. Sometimes we have to get away from the congregation and go there first and let the work of the Lord be done in our heart first. So worship leaders, you're a shepherd. You're an artist. You are a mover and great empathy and compassion is required of you. So my greatest recommendation is to spend time with your people. Spend time with your congregation, listen to them, ask questions, stay connected, 
learn about what's going on in their heart, learn about what's going on in their world. And even as you spend time with your congregation, I also strongly suggest that you spend time in your city, in the city that God has stewarded you to be in and stewarded stewarded you to lead. One of the greatest revelations I had while I was here in Napa as a worship leader was actually spent downtown (laughs) in Napa Valley. Um, was just, I was with a friend and I was looking at all these people passing by and we were having a conversation and I, about worship. And I turned to that person and said, you know, every person who's walking by us is a worshiper. Every person walking by us has been made and designed by God. And so God has placed something in their heart that is longing for them, that for that is longing for him and is longing to worship him. And that has always, that perspective and that moment has always helped me as I'm designing a worship set, as I'm thinking about the congregation, because I'm not just thinking about those people. I'm thinking about our city. And I understand, because I'm in the city, can understand the pulse of what's happening and be able to more effectively lead them to the next place that God wants to take them. So know your congregation, know your city. And then I would also say, spend some time with God. Get away. Make sure you have your consistent time with the Lord, that you put that first because he's always going to want to do that work in you first. So you're a shepherd, you're an artist. I hope this conversation has been helpful for you. Let me leave you with this today. A craft, the craft and culture reading list. Every now and then we'll throw a book for you to read that we suggest. And so here are three books that are on our craft and culture reading list. One is Steal Like an Artist by Austin Kleon. That book has been very helpful for me in understanding um, how how I am an artist, but also how I operate as an artist. It's very practical and very helpful. Really, I think for everybody, but There's a lot of practical things that can help you as a worship leader and as an artist. There's the book Artisan Way. That is by Erwin McManus. And I think that book has been the most helpful in me understanding and being able to grab a hold of, okay, yes, I am an artist. That book was really the book that walked me through it. And then lastly, the book I already referenced today, A Shepherd Looks at Psalms 23 by W. Philip Keller such a beautiful book. It's a beautiful book in understanding how the Lord shepherds us. And then I think I take this book now and I really translate it to how I shepherd people as well. So those are the three books for your craft and culture reading list. And we look forward to having another conversation with you. Check the podcast, keep up with us, stay tuned for more conversations. And I think our next conversation is going to be around one of our worship leaders just just favorite conversation around song choice and how to choose songs so we'll catch you next time here on the podcast